0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Started off right with the high performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. The volume. It's the Colin Coward podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season's here. No better place to get in on the action. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play. The spread, the money line, team totals, players' props, a lot of stuff. Over unders. Jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. So Steve Nash mutually parted ways with the Brooklyn Nets. I think. Steve Nash wanted out because I don't know Steve Nash well, but I know him and I know a couple of people who know him well. And Steve Nash had said in the offseason that, you know, he was he was at wit's end. (laughs) He missed Manhattan Beach, the lifestyle, the volleyball, the casual nature of it, the quality of life that, you know, the NBA is a hard league to coach in. Our basketball cultures in America and our football cultures in America are very different. And the football culture is the coach has ultimate power. You can be cut in professional football. Even Tom Brady could be cut. You don't get the guaranteed long contracts. Uh, Players have shorter careers due to a regulated level of violence. Players have to go to college for three or four years where they are just part of a collective. The biggest stars in college football. You know, it's often the coach. Nick Saban's bigger than any Alabama player. And so players walk into the NFL, even the stars, they're humble. They're hungry. Uh, The football culture, the football media is tougher on players. So they've got thick skins, most of them, developed through high school and college football. Um, And the reality of NFL football, where your careers are short, you're being tackled, um, the physical nature of it, and coaches have control. NBA, basketball as a whole, that culture is different. Spot talent at 12 and 13 years old and then coddle it. Tell it how smart it is, how great it is. I mean, the NBA, you couldn't have even voted for Donald Trump. And I'm no Trump fan. If that got out, you'd be ostracized in the league. You know, there's there's one way to vote, one way to think. And players Tend to be, you know, one year of college, shoe deals, big money early, can't be cut, and they have more power. I have no problem with basketball players in America having more power because the rosters are smaller and individual players can have more um, of an impact on the outcome. So it doesn't bother me. But when Adam Silver said, you know, my players are miserable, that's because pro basketball is the first time anybody's told them no. Or has ridiculed them or criticized them. You don't hear football players complaining about the internet. You don't hear Roger Goodell saying my players are miserable. If you're miserable, sh- making thirty million dollars a year for shooting a basketball and making twenty million selling shoes, you know maybe it's not criticism on Twitter or social media. Maybe it's you. And um, you know Kyrie Irving is part of the basketball culture that you don't see it with a lot of players, but Kyrie Irving has been told how great he is that he has no interest in being part of a culture, uh, being coached. He mocks. He rolls his eyes at being coached. Remember what he said before he got to Brooklyn or when he got to Brooklyn? We don't really need a coach here. He thinks that. He believes that. Like Steve Kerr, Popovich, Eric Spolstra, Ty Lu have no value. Can you imagine not only thinking that, but saying it out loud? Uh, that every football player knows coaches matter. So basketball players have this ultimate power very early in pro basketball. And if you were told yes your entire life, if you got everything you wanted all the time, you'd think you were pretty special. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, I don't feel like playing. Ben Simmons, I don't feel like shooting. Kyrie, I don't feel like being coached. It feels like you get a lot of that in professional basketball. I don't feel like I get a lot of that in pro football. I mean, you occasionally get a player that goes off the rails like Antonio Brown, but it's very, very rare. And most of your star players are coachable. Um, You know, like, just feel like you can coach them hard. Um, They play hard. They show up. um, They can take criticism, even if it's social media. Uh, The basketball culture in America, I mean, I love basketball, but Kyrie has come to the point where he doesn't elevate teammates. He doesn't want to be coached. I mean, if you're ever quoting or agreeing with Alex Jones ever once, like the line between winner and loser in America isn't how much money you make. It isn't your educational background. If you've ever agreed with Alex Jones on anything, you're a loser. There's no debate on that. He is the biggest L on the internet. And if you've ever once agreed with him or quoted him, you're in the L side. There's the winner side and the loser side, the have side and the have not side. Ever quote or agree with Alex Jones, that's the line. And I think Steve Nash, listening to some of these Kyrie Irving comments and anti-Semitic nonsense and and agreeing with Alex Jones, and I, I just think Steve Nash was disgusted. And I think Steve Nash had enough. You know, it's interesting. The Bears made a move. The Dolphins made a move. The Ravens made a move. (laughs) You look at all these teams in the NFL making moves. The Niners made a move. Think about that. The Green Bay Packers did not make a move. (laughs) What is Aaron Rodgers thinking? He's like, in division, the Vikings are better. The Bears would chase Claypool are better. The Ravens are better. The Niners are better. All these people around him. Then he reads where the Rams were willing to give up two first-round picks to get pass rusher Brian Burns for Carolina. And here's Aaron Rodgers thinking, can we, make a, can we make a run on somebody? Like, I don't know if Aaron's envious. Uh, he doesn't come off as envious. I mean, he's always said nice things about Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Joe Montana. I don't see Aaron as an envious person. We all have some envy, right? But if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're looking around today, Minnesota is absolutely better with tight end TJ Hawkinson. San Francisco's absolutely better. Christian McCaffrey. That is not arguable. Um, Just in the NFC, those two alone. Chicago, Chase Claypool. The Packers still have the Bears on their schedule. They're better today. You start, you know, the Bears aren't going to win the Super Bowl, but Green Bay may need to beat Chicago. Now it's Montgomery and Herbert, Cole Komet, Mooney, Claypool, Justin Fields has some stuff to work with now. I don't think the Bears are better than the Packers, I don't think. But the Packers still have to play them. If I was Aaron Rodgers sitting around today, I mean, in, to be a pro athlete, you have to be a competitive person. I mean, he took $50 million. He wouldn't work out with the rookie receivers and OTAs. So, sums on him. But if you're Aaron Rodgers today... You look at what the Vikings did, what the Niners are doing. I know a lot of people think I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but the the truth is I work at Fox and we have the NFC. And now the NFC has taken some shots in recent years where the AFC now feels like it has the great quarterbacks and the better teams. I would like to see Green Bay add pieces because the Packers are an incredibly relevant brand. I'm not rooting against Aaron I think Aaron puts himself out there, and when you put yourself out there, I appreciate you creating content, but you'll find with a lot of pro athletes, they're spending a lot of their time being pro athletes. And just because they listen to a Joe Rogan podcast or they read something off a Reddit board, that doesn't mean it's accurate. They think maybe they're smarter. It's like a study came out about cannabis this week. We always thought cannabis made you more creative. And the study from applied psychology confirmed that marijuana doesn't make you more creative. It makes you think you're more creative. Sort of like when you're a pro athlete, you go online and you think, I am very smart. I am much smarter now. But I mean, God, at least 50% of the shit on the internet is misinformation. People just making stuff up. So I think when these pro athletes, start talking about stuff that's not really sports, it can get dicey fast. We all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like. Right now, I've been wearing a lot of cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look if you want a a long sleeve henley no problem a short sleeve crew neck they've got it cuts has everything you want and i've got all of it and i wear all of it right now 15% off your first order 15% off first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash colin Cuts, C-U-T-S. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff, and I love it. Football season's underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today, get started, $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Promo code, though, is Colin to get in on the action. Always Colin. Turn game day into payday. Win totals, division winners, player props, week one spreads and totals. Play your way, bet on more than just the final score. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay, my fave. Now, FanDuel is also live in Kansas, baby. Don't fumble your chance. 150 bucks in free bets win or lose promo code Colin. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline one Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select Can't-Miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: So Joe Burrow didn't have to show up today. We called his reps and said, listen, he played last night. His time is going to be shrinking. Uh, generally, Joe plays you know, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. We do this on Tuesday. But Joe Burrow and his rep said, nope, we want to talk right now. And that's after a pretty rough Monday night football game, which I had said on the air on Fox on Monday, that had a snake pit feel to it. (laughs) Monday night game on the road, divisional rival. Um, Listen, Joe, you you guys had kind of turned the corner on first halves. When did you kind of get a sense in that, that you were like, oh crap, this is, we're having protection issues. Well,
2: you know, the first drive, we moved it right down the field and Miles Garrett ended up making a great play, tipping a ball on an RPO and, It fell right in the hands of their corner. And so after that, you know, we just weren't quite able to get our momentum back. After that, our defense had two big turnovers we weren't able to capitalize on. And then after that, it kind of went all downhill.
0: It's a matchup league. Um, The Jags have given the Colts problems. Um, It's just the way it's always been. Chargers, to me, have always matched up well with Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Chiefs. I can remember Justin Herbert's first start in the pros against Mahomes. You're like, wow, they match up. Could it be argued that Cleveland, because of their corners, because of Miles, they're a tough matchup personnel wise? Yeah, they're really,
2: they're really good pass rushers. Uh, you always, I mean, we've, they, they've made giant plays, big impact plays against us every time we've played them and their corners are some of the best in the league. Denzel didn't play last night, but, uh, that their guys stepped up and made big plays for them. So you, you always got to give them credit, um, but we also didn't play as well as we should
0: have. You're four and four. You're essentially halfway through the season. Give me something you're really happy with.
2: Well, apart from last night, we've responded to all the adversity that we've gone through so far, and that's a credit to the, the character of the guys in the locker room. And this is – just like all the other times, it's not a it's not a panic mode by by any means. We are five and four going into the bye last week. We have a chance to go out and get a win this week and go five and four into the bye, just like we did last year. Uh, so we we're we're not panicking about where we're at. There's still a lot of football to be played.
0: The um, you know, I was saying this morning on on Fox on Tuesday, I said, you know, it's a year by year league. The Rams and the Bengals. Um, this is why teams like Philadelphia gets Robert Quinn or the Niners get McCaffrey or, or the Ravens get Roquan Smith is when you're in that Super Bowl bubble and there's a great player out there, go get him. It's real. Minnesota gets TJ Hawkinson, a terrific tight end from Iowa. And I mean, go back to last year at week eight for you guys. And I, I think people kind of forget that the magic ride started later where were you last year at this time we were i
2: mean this time last year we had just lost to the jets on the road after a promising start to the season and then going into the bye we played the same browns team that ended up kicking our ass again last year at the same time um so things are playing out very similar similarly to the to how they did early last year and so hopefully we can you know get a win this week into the bye and kind of ride that momentum
0: Take me to the game last year where you walked off the field and Joe, you felt like, all right, we've got, because remember, now we know you as winners. But at that time in the history of the Bengals, where's the game you're walking into a tunnel, home or away? And you're like, it feels different. Like we are, we, we have crossed a threshold.
2: You know, after we played the Raiders on the road last year was our first game after the bye you know, it was a it was a dirty, physical, ugly game that we ended up making the plays at the end to pull it out, and then we go into Denver, I think, the week later, and pull out another one just like it. Um, and we kind of figured out how to win those kind of games. Right. And we, you know, this year we haven't we haven't won those kind of games. We haven't made those plays at the end, early on, to put us in that position. Um, so we we've got some some stuff to figure out, but. Nobody's panicking. We're excited about the guys we have in the locker room. We're going to put in another good week of practice and go out there and put on a, a good performance on Sunday.
0: So you had a Peyton Manning meeting. Um, he talked about that. Um, I don't know if he was one of your idols. Obviously, he's like I – always, I always look at um, Montana. The one word I would say is cool. He was always cool. Manning, to me, I would say academic. Like, I think Peyton made everybody have to be smarter. Like, th- not that, I mean, when I was growing up, I don't remember talking about, you know, you had to be brilliant to be a quarterback. And like, Peyton, like, raised the bar, like, yeah, you have yeah. to go to the line with three plays. That's how I view him. How did how did you view Peyton Manning before you met him and during it?
2: Well, like, I mean, he was one of the guys that I idolized growing up. And then since I've come into the league, you can tell he really cares about the game of football and he's trying to impart the wisdom that he had and has on the game to people like me and people across the league who are you know, trying to do exactly what he did. And he really cares about furthering the game and making it a better um, product for, for the fans and for us on the field.
0: You know, it's interesting. Aaron Rodgers reportedly and Peyton Manning did not love a lot of motion behind them during a play. They wanted to see the defense. How was it set go? So even, you know, you think to yourself, oh, all these quarter as smart as Peyton is, oh, they want all the motion and all-. not necessarily. But when I think about that for you, if somebody said, oh, Joe is really likes this and that, like how when you look at a defense, um, If you were constructing your game plan, what do you like and what don't you? I mean, what do you really feel comfortable with? How much pre-snap motion do you like?
2: Yeah, it just depends on the defense. Certain certain defenses really give you a lot of tells when you do a change of passing strength motion or – you bring a, a tight end into the core or you start a running back out and empty and you bring it back in. Certain teams have tells like that and certain teams don't. So I think it really just depends on the defense that you're playing and, and the and the scouting report based off those motions.
0: Boomer Esiason said recently that when he heard you were like an all-state point guard, he's like, oh, he's going to be a great quarterback. And I think there is value in that. I really do because not just the distribution of it, but, I mean, you're kind of a coach. Like, what kind of point guard were you? I like to score points. I was definitely a scorer. Um, <laughs> you're Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's exactly right. Maybe slightly less athletic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> slightly. Yeah. But You like you? You'd bring it up, looking to score.
2: Yeah, I would. Sixth grade, I would bring it up across half court, and I'm shooting it if it's open.
0: Wow! So you never played with Clay Thompson? Did you ever have a two guard say, "Bro, the way the game was built to be played, you're supposed to pass into the wings"?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually, I usually was able to score some points, so nobody said too much.
0: As you go halfway through a season, um, when the NFL expanded the season to 17 games, I said it wouldn't bother me at all. If a lot of players said, listen, I'm going to take a second bye, that wouldn't bother me at all. And a quarterback is a little different. But do you find now, Joe, this is the second year with it. um, Do you kind of find the sensibility, the psychology to us, even though it's only a game, but that's for a lineman, that's 58 more collisions? Yeah. Do, Do you think, have you noticed the Bengals changing things, players talking about that? You're in your second year of this marathon. Adding a game?
2: Yeah. You, you know, f- for me, coming into the league, my rookie year was the only 16 game season. I didn't even make it through it. So, the, all I know for a full season is 17 games, and it's definitely a grind. Um, it's a long season. And I, w- I would think if you were to add a second bye, you'd probably go to 18 games. So, you would add a game and add a bye. Uh, right now, I think we're in a good spot. The 17th game, you know, gives. More opportunities for tiebreakers as far as record goes, just because it's an odd number of games. So I think I, I like the 17 games. If you were to add another game, then you would, have, I think, you would have to go to two buys.
0: Do you already know what you're going to do in your bye week? You're just going to sit and watch TV? Yeah,
2: that's the plan. I just sit on the couch and wow. you know, I'll get my workouts in and just re- relax at home. Do you do you escape from football? Yeah, you got to get away from it for. You do you know, two or three days. Yeah, the season is so long. I mean, it's a it's a six month season, and then if you make the Super Bowl, it ends up being seven months. So you gotta at some point throughout that, you gotta take a break and get your mind off and come back refreshed.
0: It's interesting because, like in college basketball, you play thirty six games. NBA, it's eighty two minimum. College football, you're now like an LSU, it's a 13 or 14 game season. NFL's closer, it's like 16, 17. But when you made that playoff run last year, you got hit a lot. I mean, when that season was over last year, I mean, did you feel physically and mentally ex- gassed, exhausted?
2: More mentally than physically. My body was feeling good towards the end of the year. It was the best I'd felt. Um, but mentally, the the season takes a toll when you get into the playoffs and you get down the stretch towards the end of the year it's kind of different because every game is such a a must win that um, it's so intense you're not even looking forward to the next week it's like this is a one week season and so it doesn't really feel once you get down to the nitty-gritty it doesn't feel it goes by a lot faster
0: This week's gold medal performance goes to a team who is shocking the NFL. Pete Carroll and the surprising Seahawks continue to roll. Big win over the Giants. Russell Wilson exits and a massive weight lifted from the locker room. Pete himself needs to be the star. He teaches, motivates, team feeds off his relentless energy, Older players sometimes get worn out by him, but the younger guys love him. Pete's created that self-belief again. Seattle as their swagger back. This week's gold medal performance is sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. We're living in tough economic times with soaring grocery prices, high inflation, Unstable stock market. You really want to gamble with your investments? I trust Legacy Precious Metals with gold and precious metal investments. Legacy can help protect your wealth and your financial future. Call Legacy today at 866-674-HERD or visit buylegacygold.com to download their comprehensive gold guide. Don't leave retirement to chance. Invest in gold with Legacy Precious Metals. Visit BuyLegacyGold.com. BuyLegacyGold.com. Listen, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, right? The margins have never been tighter. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates and fast. That's why you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires in America. LinkedIn Jobs. Listen. Never been easier to create a free job post on LinkedIn and find a great employee. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, by the way, spreads the word faster. Screening questions, simple tools, make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills. Every business owner knows how important it is to finish the year out strong. You need the right team members. LinkedIn jobs. Go there right now. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash Colin. LinkedIn.com slash Colin. Terms and conditions apply.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: You play chess at your locker. Uh, I'm a backgammon guy. Nobody ever – I know how to play chess, or at least I did, but backgammon was always my thing. Um, what does it do? What is, where does it take you? What does it do? I don't know. I I like to play on
2: game days before the game. every now and then if it's a afternoon game or a night game, kind of get your mind firing a little bit and you know, you're not thinking about other stuff. You're not focusing on the anxiety of game day and you're getting away from it, but your mind is still firing, getting ready for, for the day.
0: So the trade deadline came and college has a transfer portal. But I, I the one thing I've said where I don't think media or fans get this. If I was traded tomorrow to another company, I would be like, my company didn't like me. And then if I saw I was traded for like a fifth round draft pick, I would be like, what the hell does that mean? I'm not better than a fifth round draft pick. I've always thought we under appreciate the psychology players have to deal with being shipped. I mean, you literally take your daughter to school and, hey, we're moving to Miami. Like on trading deadline and I, you know, Chase Claypool, Roquan Smith, TJ Hawkinson, uh, a couple of days before or a week before, Christian McCaffrey. Um, That part of the business, you've seen players already moved by the Bengals. Yeah, Like, could you take me there to, I think it's not dehumanizing, but it's really humbling and I don't yeah. think we get, I don't think we appreciate it.
2: Yeah, it's definitely different from anything you've ever experienced just because every now and then you're with a guy for you know half a season and then he gets moved and you don't there's no time to say bye or anything. He's cleaning out his locker, right. he's gone, and you don't ever see him. So it's pretty like you said humbling and um it's part of the business and you know, guys' livelihoods are are on the line. This is how people make money and provide for their family. And so it's always, uh, you know, it always makes you think about it.
0: So Jamar Chase is out. Um, thank God you don't go to the internet. Um, you know, people are saying, you know, without Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. And I'm like, oh, people, stop. Do you think to yourself, more looks for tea, more looks? Do you kind of in your mind, math it out? Or, or I mean, listen, Jamar is a once a decade. He's a generational talent. Yeah. I can remember when he was at LSU. I can remember going on the air saying he's a pro football player playing at LSU, like he's better than ninety nine percent. Is there a is there a situation, Joe, without Jamar last night? That it, not that he's a crutch, but he is so valuable to you. He, you you trust him so implicitly. Is it how much harder is it not playing with like your ally?
2: yeah whenever you have a guy like that to, it's gonna be out it's gonna your offense will look different he's too elite of a player to think that you're just gonna go out there and the offense is gonna look exactly the same uh it's not so you have to find ways to um, enhance the what what your other guys do well and you know last night we we didn't make enough plays to win the game but T and TB are in my opinion Pro Bowl caliber receivers and a lot of our guys the other three guys that played last night they're going to have to step up too and they they made plays in the game last night but overall collectively as a unit we got to pick up the slack from
0: Jamar not being out there do you think Cleveland knowing Jamar Chase wasn't out there defended you Joe Burrow differently
2: uh, it's tough to say. Uh, they were doing a lot of similar stuff that they were doing to us last year. Um, so I would say maybe they they change it slightly if if Jamar's out there, but I think mostly they do the same.
0: When you go in at half in a hole, what does Zach say? There's not
2: you know there's not a lot of time to to sit there and talk about it. It's just got to come back out and do our jobs. And we've never, for the most part, we always. You know, fight our way and claw our way back into games. Last night, we weren't able to make the plays to do that, but it's more just talking game plan and, and what you're going to do in the second half based off of the looks you're seeing.
0: Yeah, that was the first scoreless half you've had, and I believe like 41 games. Was it weird walking off? I mean, when you walked in, were you pissed? Were you, I mean, was, what was your feeling when you walked off at half?
2: Um, motivated to come out in the second half and and try to make, make some plays and, and put us back into it. Weren't able to do it. We started making plays, you know, at the end. It was too little, too late.
0: Yeah. So, um, short week. How does it change for you? Yeah, everything
2: is just going to be compressed. Uh, you know, we have to – we're we're down basically two days playing on Monday night. And so now we have to, you know, kind of condense days. Third down, red zone, maybe they're going to be the same day. Base downs will be tomorrow, maybe a third down. Uh, review an extra one, extra walkthrough here or there. So the, okay. the short weeks are always tough, but you know we usually respond on these on these situations. We've played well in, in these short weeks in the past.
0: Joe, good seeing you, man. Yeah, you too. Appreciate you. The oh. for complete terms